Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, what's going on, Grid? This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. The Morning Line. Line up, ladies! All right, here we go. It is now Thursday, December the 12th, 2019. And we are counting down the days till 2020 is here. But before we do that, we got some, you know, Week 15 NFL We got Week 15 NFL action on the slate tonight, if you want to call it that, as the New York Jets somehow will grace primetime Thursday night uh, football here, taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson will play. So for those of you New York Jet fans that were keeping your fingers crossed, toes crossed, whatever crossed, hoping he wouldn't, sorry. He is definitely playing. Uh, Mark Andrews, though, tight end uh, for the Ravens, we understand. Might still be questionable. Depends. Uh, we'll have to see a game-time decision whether or not one of Lamar's weapons will be there. But all in all, this line continues to rise here today as we get ready for Week 15. Uh, now up to 16.5, I'm seeing in a lot of places. Opened up at 15, came down to 14.5, now up to 15.5, and, and now a whopping 16 and a half. And that might have something to do with the fact that the New York Jets have already rolled out Jamal Adams, uh, Quinn and Williams. Uh, they're uh, running back uh, from last week, Bilal Powell. Uh, also, Sam Donald appears to have uh, a hand stepped on at some point yesterday, uh, last week. So, yeah, uh, your guess is as good as mine as to what in the hell this is going to look like tonight. I can tell you this, it ain't going to look pretty. But I can tell you, the under 
in primetime games this year, guys, has been one of the single most profitable bets you could have made all year long. Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. We continue to preach it. We continue to tell you that, yes, get ready for it. The unders, in all likelihood, are coming your way again tonight. So we'll break down that game. We'll give you all the latest information. We'll do that coming up. We'll take it uh, around the horn as to what happened last night in the world of sports. You had uh, some NBA action. You, of course, had uh, college basketball in full swing. Uh, You've got, of course, uh, conference play now getting going here. Michigan in action last night, getting ready to take on their first Big Ten matchup. How did that fare? Not well for Michigan. Uh, Wisconsin on the road to Jersey, talking, uh, heading down to Bavona's favorite place, Rutgers. Hanging out over in East Brunswick there uh, last night. How did the uh, Wisconsin Badgers do? We'll talk about that game. Plus, plenty, and I mean plenty more to still to come from Major League Baseball. Can you believe it? What a season, uh, what an offseason it has been so far. Used to be these winter meetings in uh, wherever they would go, at least over the last couple of years, didn't kind of really do anything outside of Harper getting his 300 million, which everyone kind of knew he was going to do anyway. uh, Nothing really has happened during these winter meetings in major league baseball over the last couple of years. A lot of people started the question, why the hell are you even having them at that point, especially given today's day and age of this technology, the ability to be able to, Communicate from just about anywhere. Is there really any need to be able to go to a beautiful destination with palm trees and sunshine and warm weather uh, and, uh, you know, people waiting on you left and right in December? I mean, is there really any need to have to go to a place like that in December and meet people face to face and try and cut deals? Yeah, yeah, you know, there is. And it's uh, it's showing right now. As a matter of fact, it appears that the only person who has shown up at these meetings appears to be Scott Boris, uh, because he's the guy that seems to be the one, whatever, whatever he's slipping in the water there at this uh, resort or whatever he seems to be doing. Keep doing it, Scott Boris, because once again, he continues to dominate the landscape as far as representing Major League Baseball players. Yet another Major League Baseball player uh, gets to hang out and uh, in the offseason now knowing they are about at least $200 million richer than they were the night before. And thanks to Scott Boris, another one of his clients, the third free agent uh, signing here so far in a very short uh, winter meetings. And uh, this would be Anthony Rendon, gone, third baseman, MVP, World Series champion. Washington Nationals. Yep, he got signed. The question was, where was he going to go? We knew Artie Moreno and the Angels were bent that they didn't get Garrett Cole. He went to the Yankees for $345 million in nine years. The Dodgers also. A lot of people need third base help. Kind of hard to get these days. Not exactly, uh, not exactly a position that is fruitful in Major League Baseball right now. And to be able to get a hitter like Anthony Randone, guys who has done nothing but just dominate at the plate, that's a big catch. It's also going to cost you a big penny. So was Randone going to sign with the Angels? Was he going to sign with the Dodgers? Well, as it turns out, Dodgers didn't even get an offer in on Randone. Didn't have a chance 
He signed with the Angels. That's right. Last night came in that he is now $245 million richer. That would be seven years, 245 and maybe this is the best part of it. There is no deferment in that $245 million, which means at the end of the seven years, you got your $245 million for better or for worse. But now, all of a sudden, that Angels lineup, which was very pedestrian, even with Mike Trout in it, much better now. Uh, they've got some guys that can actually – they got some guys that are coming up there. They've got a prospect called uh, named Joe Adele. You'll hear a lot of him coming up in spring training. Of course, Pujols is going to – he's a – you know, he's a platoon player right now at first base from the right-hand side. Obviously, what are you going to expect from a 65-year-old? Uh, but Otani is now further removed from Tommy John surgery. That will help that lineup. Rendon will help that lineup. If you can get Trout to play more than 130 games, I think you're good to go. Uh, the Angels lineup is much better. Defensively, they are much better. Uh, and Anthony Rendon is much, much richer than what he was. And Scott Boris, congratulations, man. Strasburg, Cole, Rendon, a combined 814 million dollars in guaranteed money in just 48 72 hours how do we get him to represent the rest of the world my word scott boris haters are gonna hate unless of course he represents you oh yeah Michael ryu castellanos still gonna get signed under scott boris hawaii returns to toronto we'll let you hear it next morning line SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team. A driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two, because as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on the search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around, I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big top it Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball. 
But he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like, he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons. Lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Dial of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Money, money coming uh, Scott Boris's way, uh, well, at least his clients' ways, and then via them in his pockets. Good morning. It is the morning line. It is the grid. Sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. Thank you very much for stopping by, hanging out with us here on a Thursday now, counting down the days to the end of 2019, getting ready for what is going to be a bountiful 2020 on so many levels, including... One in particular state has decided that they enjoy money, they enjoy revenue, uh, they enjoy, uh, they want to be part of what uh, so many other states in the country have realized works. Oh, yeah, and is happening. And you're either in it or you're not. You're either. I don't know. You're either profiting. You're either, you know, helping the infrastructure of your states. You're either generating the revenue or you're not for some sort of, I don't know, moral high ground, so to speak. Well, Michigan has now decided that, yeah, you know what? I want to play in the sandbox and kudos to them and kudos to those of you that live in Michigan. One of the uh, most richest states when it comes to, I let's say, college sports. Or NFL. They do have the Tigers, but they got the Red Wings. Uh, Scotty Bowman ain't walking through that door. Uh, But certainly when it comes to sports, Michigan, one of the richest states in the country. And yes, they too have now decided, the administrators, the politicians, the people in charge. Yeah, they voted. Sports betting is coming to Michigan. Congratulations to those of you there. Michigan sports bettors, no longer do you have to leave the states. No longer do you have to run and hide. You can now, in any one of the 26 in-state and tribal casinos that are operating already on your land, now you'll be able to walk into there and place your wagers 
and do a little sports investing right out in front. How cool is that? Michigan yesterday, early Christmas gift. The Great Lakes State voted to legalize sports betting under the Lawful Sports Betting Act. It was passed, by the way, overwhelmingly in Michigan. Uh, in both the House, it uh, it went down 35 to 3. I'm wondering who those three people were that didn't vote for it. They must be a lot of fun. Uh, Also, the Senate, 100 to 8, it passed in the Senate there. Again, those 11 people, uh, congratulations. Now, the bill, and this is the most important part, and people in New York will explain this and tell this to you. It doesn't really make any sense to have such a monstrous state legalize sports betting and then not embrace technology. And what do I mean by that? The bill specifically, besides the brick and mortar locations, the 26 casinos that already exist in Michigan, besides them being able to open up a sports book right now, yeah, um, it will allow for online betting. That's right. It also legalizes iGaming and daily fantasy sports because, believe it or not, there are some people. Can you hear me back there in the 50s? Weren't embracing fantasy sports either, if you can believe that. Yes, no. It's uh, All of that has now changed. Why? Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Good old Gretch. That's right. Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Yep. Expected to sign this bill into law early next week. Uh, they've pushed it through. So not only will they have the ability to uh, place sports investing wagers now in uh, brick-and-mortar locations in casinos, but they can also pick up their phone, download an app, and they can do it right from the comfort of their own house. They can also get part of what so many of us uh, around the country have figured out in the daily fantasy world. That's right, DFS now coming to Michigan. It's going to be taxed, though, make no mistake about it, 8.4%. That is, uh, and the bulk of that revenue, guess where it's going? It's going to schools. That's right. It's going to fund public schools, so good for them. The goal for them is to get this thing passed next week by the governor and then by at least, they're hoping, the Super Bowl in 2020 which is, I believe, February, first week in February, somewhere around there. Their idea is to have it ready, up and going, the ability to be able to place a wager by the time the Super Bowl rolls around. At the worst, they want it up and running by the time March Madness comes rolling around. So uh, kudos once again, the ability to be able to have that done. Now, this is kind of This is a bit of a watershed moment for two reasons for those of us in the sports investing world, in this business, in this industry. And it's kind of really cool, guys, because you are talking about a monster state here. We're telling you, Michigan, a monster state with not only professional teams, big professional teams, but huge college sports teams. Huge college sports traditions. I mean, I'm laughing about the Red Wings and the Tigers, but you're talking about world championship teams. Uh, The history, the sports history in that state is unbelievable. You've got even still, and listen, I'm a Jets fan, and they suck, all right? And I don't know if it's just because I enjoy pain or what's going on with me, why I have never uh, shied away or ran away and said I can't do this anymore. 
although I find myself doing that. I'll probably do it tomorrow morning after this game tonight. But think about the millions and millions and millions. And we talk about diehard Jet fans, diehard Buffalo Bills fans. Uh, Guys, there is one absolutely rabid fan base that no matter what, does not shy away from backing the Detroit Lions. Lions fans, millions of Lions fans around the state and around the country now are exciting. So when you think about it, not only do you have Lions, Tigers, Red Wings, Detroit Pistons fans, right? You've got Michigan State. You've got Michigan. You've got all of these monster teams, monster blue blood teams in history of sports. All those fans now available within the state in order to be able to uh, uh, place a bet now, which is kind of cool. It's also their population is roughly 10 million people. That's the 10th most populous state in the country. And now they have legalized sports betting. They also become the 20th state in the country to legalize sports betting. That means, guys, and again, you know, if I'm counting on my fingers and toes here, that's 40% of the country. 40% of this country now has legalized sports betting and investing available to its citizens. How cool is that? Think about how far it has come in just such a short time. How quickly legalized betting ever since the Supreme Court finally put their foot down and they uh, lifted that ban on sports betting that profited uh, only for those that happened to be on the West Coast. They overturned it in May of 2018, guys. It wasn't five years ago. It was a year and a half ago. A year and a half, and now 40% of the country has jumped on the bandwagon and has realized just how ridiculous it is. It's taken a while. Taking a while for the Supreme Court and everyone else to realize, ooh, this is kind of stupid. Yeah. And now, in a year and a half, 40% of the country has also decided that this is, yeah, this it's time to, it's time to get with the times. How's that? Time to get with the times? Sounds good? Yeah. There's no reason in the world. People continue to wager on sports. They always have. They always will. It is a billion-dollar industry. And it is a billion-dollar industry, much like, I don't know, marijuana in many states that continue to push along there and be progressive and realize that, yeah, it's much easier if we all sit there and share and profit and regulate it, correct? Makes total sense to me. Now, if uh, those of you keeping score, the list, that full 20 list, uh, 20 states, that list include Nevada, of course. Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Rhode Island, West Virginia, Mississippi, New Mexico, New York, Arkansas, Oregon, Iowa, Indiana, Montana, Tennessee, Illinois, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Colorado, and now Michigan. What's going on, Florida? Can you hear me? Hello, Florida? Is this thing on? All right, we'll let you hear from Kawhi Leonard last night. He got a ring. Went pretty well for him. Let you hear next morning. 
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the Deflategate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you call him Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big copy. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton, and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. One. One, two. Check me out right here, yo. I'm just gonna wild out. 
Uh, time to find us on YouTube. If you haven't done so, we invite you to subscribe to the Sports Grid channel. It's Sports Grid Network. Hit the little bell in the upper right-hand corner and never miss a show. All the fantasy and sports wagering advice you need all the time, especially those of you now in Michigan. Congratulations, the 20th state to pass legislation legalizing sports betting. Congratulations. Also, as long as you're uh, on the internet there, go ahead, uh, download uh, Instagram if you uh, don't already have an account. Log on and follow us at SportsGridTV. And there is a football game tonight, the start of week 15, although it might not resemble quality football. It is a football game. And it is the New York Jets and the Baltimore Ravens. And it might be time for you to get in the game. And you can do so with a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Now, how does that work? Well, if you're watching or listening this show right now, you can get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. That's right. $500 right now. It's pretty simple. Here's how it works. Just follow along. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Then make a deposit. Then place your first bet. DraftKings, they'll match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. Now, the offer is eligible for all users, but new users, you get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks. All you have to do is go to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. That is sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details. And welcome in here to the morning line. Those of you joining us, thank you very much for making us a part of your day as we get ready for week 15 of the NFL season. Huge matchups this week. A lot of playoff implications, obviously, on the line. It will start tonight with that uh, New York Jets game taken on. The Baltimore Ravens, the Jets sitting at five and eight, Ravens 11 and two. And you have to consider, yes, mismatch here in this game tonight, right? It's certainly on paper. When you look at this, you're like, wow, these are two teams going in two totally different directions. The Jets five and eight. The almighty Ravens now are 11 and two are tied for the best record in the NFL. But listen. Besides, and this is where and we talk about this a lot on the network here, guys. I, I talk about it a lot all day long. Recency bias, for those of you that are new to the sports investing world, is as real as it comes. And it's I don't care if you're a seasoned sports better or if you are brand new. Uh, there is it's human nature to just kind of. Remember the last thing that you saw and have it shape your opinion about everything. And that's just not the case. And it's one of the easiest ways to lose money from a sports betting perspective is to think the thing that you just recently saw is the reality of what's going on. And let's face it, the Jets, the last thing people see from the Jets is that didn't they lose to Cincinnati? Uh, right. Weren't, wasn't that it? Adam Gase, they're terrible. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they did. They sucked in that game. Uh, but the reality is New York has won four of their last five games. But you're not going to hear that narrative. And that's the thing that you've got to protect yourself against, because 
it's very easy just to, you know, cross a line through a team because they lost to the Dolphins earlier this year who were winless. And then they lost to Cincinnati who was winless at the time. So, you know, the Jets were nice enough to give a win to Cincinnati, their only win, and a win to the Miami Dolphins. But it doesn't change the fact, guys, they've won four out of their last five. They are the number two defense against the run in the NFL. They are going up against the number one run offense in the NFL. This is strength upon strength here, guys. They did beat the Dolphins 22-21. to 21. It was a last-second uh, field goal, that being the Jets uh, over the weekend. They didn't cover as a five-point favorite. They are minus 75 in point differential this year. They're only averaging uh, about 17 points per game on offense. They're giving up 23 on defense. Most of that is through the air, by the way. Meanwhile, the Ravens, they've won nine games in a row, including great game last week against the Buffalo Bills in Orchard Park, 23 to, uh, 24 to 17. They were a six-and-a-half-point uh, road dog. In, uh, the Bills uh, were a six-and-a-half-point road dog in there. Baltimore covered. They are also a clear-cut favorite to win it all, as well they should be. They are currently, I believe, in a lot of places that I'm looking here, right around that plus 230, plus 240 number to win it all, which is great. They're plus 194 in point differential. That's the best in the NFL. They're averaging 30 points per game. That's right, 30 points per game the Ravens are on offense. They're only giving up for as much talk about the Ravens' offense. We don't talk an awful lot about their defense, which is only giving up 18 points per game, guys. The Jets, 5-8 and eight against the number. The Ravens, for all of the accolades, they're not the most profitable team to back. 7-5-1 and one against the number. The Ravens are home tonight. They're 2-4 and four against the number at home. So it's while they are winning, the market has certainly overvalued them in a lot of instances, which is why I think we're looking at a seven and five, seven, five and one against the spread number. It opened up this game. Baltimore is a 14 and a half point favorite. Two thirds of those bets, both sharp and public money, guys, both professional and public. They're laying the points with the Ravens. The line has now been pushed up. To 16 and a half. And actually, some books actually took it off the board because nobody knew if Lamar was going to be playing with the quad. But it does appear that he has come out now, at least yesterday, came out and uh, confirmed that, yeah, he's going. He's playing here tonight. So it's back on the board and it is sitting at 16 and a half in a lot of places. So when we look at everything in its totality here tonight. Where does the value lie in this game? Well, the value, and I do think this might even get pushed up to that key number of 17, where the Jets would be getting 17 points. Now, we know the Jets, no Jamal Adams. Uh, We also know that Quinton Williams is uh, also probably not going here tonight. Both of these teams are banged up in their own right. And just because Lamar's playing doesn't mean he's not hurting, so that quad injury is going to be a concern for the Ravens regardless. Uh, road dogs this year. What have we told you about road dogs? What have we learned about road dogs in this situation tonight? Road dogs of plus 11 or more that have a total of 46 or less. Well, not just this year, but since 2003, guys, they're 130 and 92 against the number. That is 59% they have covered. Road dogs this year alone, guys, have been one of the most profitable bets 
that you could have made blindly all year just backing road dogs against the number. Not saying it went outright, but against the number, it's been extremely profitable. Uh, December, when we start boiling it down even more, when you have uh, dogs of plus 12 or more points in December, they are 57% against the spread since 2003. Thursday night home favorites. Always been profitable, guys. 75, uh, 72 and 50 against the number 59% since the advent of Thursday night football. Home teams, short week, always have an advantage over visiting teams. Although New York or New Jersey to Baltimore, we're not talking about massive, uh, massive trip here, guys. So uh, keep that in mind. But big Thursday night favorites of 13 or more. Not good news for Jet fans. Eight and two against the number. That's 80%. That's big Thursday night favorites. Anything of minus 13 or more, eight and two. There's only been 10 of them. Make it 11 tonight. So as much as we like to rail on the schedulers of these these primetime games here, it is the last Thursday night football game. And eight and two with 13 or more. So they haven't really over the years given us a whole lot of crap there on Thursday night, although the games are a little less desirable sometimes. But if you are a 13 point favorite or more, it's been pretty profitable to back and lay the points, which I think is why we're starting to see this number continue to creep up all the way to 16 and a half. Now, the total is the interesting part for me. The total is very interesting because I can tell you now, two-thirds of the bets, they're coming in on the over here tonight, guys. Opened up at uh, 44, I believe. I'm seeing 44 and a half. But two-thirds of the bets, that should be way more in the number. That number should be getting pushed up with all those bets coming in on the over. However, 44 and a half, I've seen a couple of 45s. That's it. So what that tells me is that while most of the public is betting this game to go over, that's why two-thirds of the bets are going over the 44, 44 and a half. The reason it, it's not jacked up to 46, 46 and a half, 47 is because there are some very big professional bets coming in on the under. One of my favorite bets all year long, guys, the first half, And the full game totals going under on Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. Prime time unders this year. Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. 27 and 16 to the under. That's good for 63%, which is huge, guys. You understand that, right? That's right. Prime time unders, 27 and 16, 63%. This is through 14 weeks of the NFL season. And it still continues to dominate above 60%, which is extremely profitable. The Ravens, like I told you, they are 7-6 to the over, while the Jets this year are 7-6 to the under. You've got an official here tonight. 58% of the games that he refs, the unders hits. What's the play? Talk about that coming up. Morning line. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team. A driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two, because as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflategate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big copy. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton, and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Dial of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
Got to hand it to the uh, Toronto Raptor fans there last night who were chanting MVP. Kawhi Leonard comes back to Toronto for the first time there and uh, receives that ring of his, that championship ring. And it was uh, it was pretty impressive, uh, the standing ovation that he got. Kind of goosebumps uh, going on in that game last night. It was... Uh, it was very impressive. I will say that they uh, they really they remained a class organization. The fan base very classy. They did the right thing for them. Uh, and uh, you know, even Kawhi after the game uh, had mentioned that you know, listen, this is finally gives me the opportunity to be able to kind of close this chapter in uh, you know in my uh, in my career. And he said he was really really happy to be able to even get that ring. It was, it was great. It was a great moment. Um, yeah, they did a great job putting it together. And, uh, you know, having all the players out there that wanted with me, uh, standing there and presenting me the ring, it was great. Yeah, it was uh, It was a great moment uh, right up until the point where uh, they w- then went out and actually played a basketball game uh, and waxed them uh, by 20 points there last night as Toronto just got crushed uh, at home by Kawhi and the Lakers. And I got a uh, real bad echo in that ear, so if you guys could shut that off, it would be fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, also, Kyle Lowry. That, uh, Kyle Lowry also reacting uh, last night. It was funny. when He went around uh, in the, uh, the center of the court there, and as they were announcing him, the fans were going crazy. He went to every guy, shook their hand, and then, of course, uh, Lowry was waiting with the ring for him there and it looked like he shed a little bit of a tear there but we all know he's a robot so i doubt that happened uh but he did uh it was nice kyle lowry after the game said um it was actually really really good too about the uh, it was a game we lost we didn't play well and uh, it's over with now uh it was a great moment and uh you know it was well deserved and you know danny coming to be another great moment but other than that you know we're just moving on throughout the season yeah danny green of course uh with the lakers so they uh you know they've had to uh they've done it now it's it's over with a uh like uh Kawhi said it was a pleasure uh but well done by uh raptor fans there they didn't uh could have got i don't know why you would have booed him but they did in san antonio uh don't forget that you know he won a title in san antonio too and then of course demanded a trade but when he first came back there they weren't exactly all excited to see him uh but they did a really good job there with uh Kawhi last night and really you, you got a guy for a year and he turned around and delivered a banner and a uh, and a championship to that city. So there's not a whole heck of a lot to be upset about. Uh, Kawhi is exactly what the Yankees are hoping Garrett Cole will be, is that piece that will put them over the edge. Um, and he did. And now, of course, he's moved on to the Clippers, who are hoping that, uh, you know, he will have that same effect on them. And judging from what we saw last night, guys, wow, it was uh, it was quite the beatdown, to say the least. Uh, big beatdown last night in that game. But it's just one game uh, in the NBA. You know, you move on. Uh, you had the Lakers win big last night. Uh, again, they were on the road in Orlando, uh, 96 to 87. Uh, Toronto losing 112 to 92 was not great. And then you had, of course, and maybe we didn't think it was possible last night, but it happened. The New York Knicks won a game. They won it in overtime and they won it on the road. What in the hell are the chances of that? Yes. Congratulations to the New York Knicks. They beat 
maybe the second worst franchise uh, in the NBA this year, uh, the Golden State Warriors. And they beat them on the road in overtime. Uh, Morris had a monster night there, which they needed, especially in overtime. But they won 124 to 122. I can't. They might have. I think the last three games they haven't scored 124 points. So impressive stuff, especially taking on a G League team like the Golden State Warriors. Uh, congratulations. Knicks win. And uh, and so did Houston. But uh, the interesting storyline coming out of Houston, they played the Cavaliers. They played uh, in Cleveland last night. And reports uh, have been coming out now for the last uh, couple of weeks that this Cleveland team is not happy with uh, with Beeline, that he is uh, he still thinks he's in college. He's he's treating these pros like uh, college kids. They don't like it. And that, in fact, they might have uh, actually already quit on uh, on Beeline here. And he doesn't have an awful lot of. You don't have an awful lot of talent in Cleveland, so I'll, you give them the benefit of the doubt. But they are also trying to trade just about everyone. Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, everybody is up for sale, apparently. Uh, and they had a monster effort last night. Give them credit. They went on a 22 to nothing run in this uh, second half of this game here. They were blowing out Houston. And then James Harden took over. And usually when James Harden, when we talk about him scoring 50 points or more, it's usually uh, of those 50 points, 30, 35 come from free throws. He hit 55 points last night. He scored 20 in the fourth quarter. Russell Westbrook had 23. Uh, But the interesting part about this is he made 10 three-pointers and only five, only five of his 55 points were via the free throw line. So I didn't think it was possible, but it actually is possible. He uh, It was his fourth 50-point performance this season, and it bailed out the Rockets because they eventually went on to win 116-110. to 110. Um, They didn't cover, though. They were an 11.5-point favorite on the road there. So those of you that back Cleveland, congratulations. Total was one thir- uh, 230. That didn't clear either. But James Harden. Congratulate! It, he does have it in him. Believe it or not, he does have it in him. He single-handedly brought this team back and didn't do it from the free throw line, which is absolutely shocking. He was able to drain 10 threes. He was able to add some layups. 20 points in the fourth quarter is not an easy thing to do. And yes, he helped them win without being Mr. Flop of the Year and go to the free throw line. So only five of those 55 were via fouls and the free throw line. The rest came from actually playing basketball. Who knew he had it in him? But he does, and congratulations to James Harden and the Houston Rockets, who uh, continue to win games here in in some of the most unbelievable fashion. You also have, guys, don't forget this week, if you didn't notice yesterday, uh, the... President's Cup started in Australia. Uh, Team USA here uh, led by none other than Tiger Woods, who is not only the captain of this team, but he is also playing in this tournament. And uh, they uh, Tiger won yesterday. Him and Justin Thomas actually won their match. And they're the only ones that won because everyone else got boat raced there yesterday. So all of a sudden now, and by the way, this is not the Ryder Cup. This is the President's Cup. This is this tournament that runs every two years in between the Ryder Cup and the Americans have just dominated this tournament forever. They are just they have been 
unbelievable. Tiger's record alone in the President's Cup is completely flipped from what it is in the Ryder. Tiger is dominant. JT is dominant. And they've got their big guns there. The only problem was they didn't show up yesterday. The Internationals uh, won three of the four four ball matches there. And uh, it uh, wasn't good. Didn't look good. But the good news is, even though they dominated the four ball, they uh, they got to go back out today. And the matchups I'm seeing here, and a lot of this is late, guys, because it's in Australia. So you still have plenty of time here today to be able to play some wagers down. Um, I certainly did there uh, yesterday. And uh, I took two out of the uh, I took the international in a couple of uh, in a couple of matches. I stayed away from Tiger because I didn't know what we were going to get. Uh, but today you've got uh, Matt Kuchar, Dustin Johnson. You've got Cantley and Shoffley. You've got uh, Reed and Simpson going at it here today, going up against uh, the Europeans best there, including Adam Scott, a guy from Australia, a couple of Australians, Leishman uh, for the European squad. There's some money to be made here, guys, in golf. Uh, welcome it back. I know there's a lot going on here, but this American team is not dead in the water yet. I wouldn't exactly go and uh, start celebrating a international victory. These guys are ready to go here today. Kuchar and Johnson especially. Take a look. Uh, take a look at that match here today. There is some value. We'll talk about some of our favorite plays coming up in Make It Rain uh, at the top of the hour. But Tiger. Guys, he he looking really good. He looked if it wasn't for Tiger Woods, they don't win that match. They lose all four, by the way, because Justin Thomas could not make a putt or make a shot yesterday. Uh, Tiger Woods single handedly took down um, his uh, his group that he was playing in. He is really playing well, guys. He looks really good heading into 2020 and the start of the season. Uh, get ready for Tiger. This is right around where he starts ramping it up, getting ready for the Masters. Could he? Oh, he looked really good. Keep an eye on Tiger Woods here today and moving forward. It'll be interesting to see how he places himself since he is the captain as well. And to me, he's probably the one guy on the team right now who's playing the best. So does he keep himself in all four days or does he substitute himself out? We'll see what happens. But definitely worth keeping an eye on. Also worth keeping an eye on. And I wanted to mention this uh, yesterday, but I'll do it here today because I, I do see a lot of questions about this, and especially with the, uh, you know, Michigan now uh, passing uh, legislation to become the 20th state uh, that will allow sports betting, legalize sports betting now, which is awesome. But there's something to remember because a lot of people are questioning what to do when it comes to parlays. A lot of people want to spend a little to, to make a lot. And the way to do that, of course, is by multiple team parlays, you know, betting three, four, five team parlays. The returns are crazy. But the problem is, even though the returns are bigger, your odds of actually winning them decrease because of well, a whole lot of things, a whole lot of math equations and variance and those types of things. But while it's great to say, you know, let me throw 20 bucks down and I'll pick four or five teams and the return is going to be, wow, you know, it's going to 300 bucks. I'm ready to rock and roll. It's not exactly a long-term profitable strategy when it comes to sports investing. However, rule number one, if you are going to start getting into this in 2020, guys, rule number one, remember this, gambling you. You need to first decide what kind of sports investor you are. Are you somebody that wants to do this for the long term? 
like a stock market, somebody that I, I'm going to be serious about this. I want to win long term. I don't care about the short term profitability. At the end of 12 months, I want to be a smart sports investor who sees the returns when it's all said and done. Or are you somebody who, you know what, I'm not going to do this a lot, but you know what? I'll, you know, I'm a guy that, that scratches off lotto tickets. I'll go play. I'll throw, you know, I'll throw crap against the wall, see what sticks for a couple of bucks. I just want to have fun. Decide which one of those you are, because they are two totally different approaches to making money when it comes to sports investing. If you are going to be the guy that says, you know what? Here's 20 bucks, here's you know 30 bucks. Let me pick four or five teams here. I'm good to go. You're going to watch the games. You're going to have fun. You're not going to think twice about it. Perfect. Then parlays and those types of things, That that's absolutely the way to go. You spend a little, you get a little lucky, boom. All of a sudden, you've got 10 times, 12 times, 20 times your money, your investment. You are happy. You're moving along. But if you are somebody that wants to do this long term, and see long-term profitability, you gotta first decide where you where do you lie on that horizon? Because the approach each and every day are two totally different things. So at first, decide what kind of sports better do you wanna be. All right, coming up, make it rain. We'll help you be profitable. We'll do that straight ahead here on the grid, sportsgrid.com. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cowan Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, daily show correspondent. And we're back with season two because as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the the play gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. (laughs) Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're saying right now? He's he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with Big Pop. Be. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball. 
but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like, he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons. Lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! Keep doing it, Scott Boris, because once again, he continues to dominate the landscape as far as representing Major League Baseball players. Yet another. Major League Baseball player uh, gets to hang out and uh, in the offseason now knowing they are about at least $200 million richer than they were the night before. And thanks to Scott Boris, another one of his clients, the third free agent uh, signing here so far in a very short uh, winter meetings. And uh, this would be Anthony Rendon, gone, third baseman, MVP, World Series champion, Washington Nationals. Yep, he got signed. The question was, where was he going to go? We knew Artie Moreno and the Angels were bent that they didn't get Garrett Cole. He went to the Yankees for $345 million in nine years. The Dodgers also. A lot of people need third base help. Kind of hard to get these days. Not exactly, uh, not exactly a position that is fruitful in Major League Baseball right now. And to be able to get a hitter like Anthony Randon, guys who has done nothing but just dominate at the plate, that's a big catch. It's also going to cost you a big penny. So was Rendon going to sign with the Angels? Was he going to sign with the Dodgers? Well, as it turns out, Dodgers didn't even get an offer in on Rendon. Didn't have a chance. He signed with the Angels. That's right. Last night came in that he is now $245 million richer. That would be seven years, 245 And maybe this is the best part of it. There is no deferment in that $245 million, which means at the end of the seven years, you got your $245 million for better or for worse. But now, all of a sudden, that Angels lineup, which was very pedestrian, even with Mike Trout in it, much better now. Uh, they've got some guys that can actually – they've got some guys that are coming up there. They've got a prospect called uh, named Joe Adele. You'll hear a lot of him coming up in spring training. Of course, Pujols is going to – he's a – you know, he's a platoon player right now at first base from the right-hand side. Obviously, what are you going to expect from a 65-year-old? Uh, but Otani is now further removed from Tommy John surgery. That will help that lineup. Rendon will help that lineup. If you can get Trout to play more than 130 games, I think you're good to go. 
Uh, the Angels lineup is much better defensively. They are much better. Uh, and Anthony Rendon is much, much richer than what he was. And Scott Boris, congratulations, man. Strasburg, Cole, Rendon, a combined $814 million in guaranteed money in just 48, 72 hours. How do we get him to represent the rest of the world? Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cam Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games With Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 